For the jury, I will now read the verdicts as they will appear in the permanent records of the 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota, County of Hennepin, District Court, 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota Plaintiff versus Derek Michael Chauvin, Defendant. Verdict, Count 1, Court File Number 27, CR 6. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count one. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count one. Unintentional second degree murder while committing a felony. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April 2021 at 1.44 p.m. Signed juror four person, juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count two. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count two. Third degree murder perpetrating an eminently dangerous act. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Signed by jury four-person juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count three. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count three. Second degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. Hi, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. It is I, Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, bringing you all things pop culture based, usually except for today, because we all know what I'm going to talk about today, because I think the whole world is talking about what was, I don't want to say the trial of the century, but pretty much a trial of one of probably many to come of the century. And that is, of course, um, Derek Chauvin being um, found guilty of murder in the death of George Floyd, which... As we all know, I mean, I, I don't think there is a person in this world with the exception of probably infants and, and those who are older and, you know, not fully there uh, because of age have been following this case and what sort of sparked a huge revolution of, of change in social justice in the um, summer months, obviously. And I guess, I'm not going to say trigger warning because... I mean, we all know what happened on that devastating day, but I'm going to talk about, obviously, the outcome, which is, of course, um, Chauvin being found guilty. And um, obviously what I was just playing was the judge um, of the case uh, reading the jury's verdict after the deliberation, the 10 hours of deliberation, which is um, something just, just, I can't even. And it was one of those things that I feel like everybody in the world was watching. I don't really have much to talk about personally. Um, I have three or four stories with regards to this. And then, you know, to sort of end things on a a light note, um, some really exciting MCU news, because as you guys all know, I'm a Marvel nerd and somebody really exciting is joining the MCU. Somebody who's iconic, somebody who I love, somebody I think I'm sure many of you love. And that is, of course, you know, to be safe for the end. But um, without further ado, everybody, here's our stories of the day. The first one is Derek Chauvin found guilty of murder and the death of George Floyd. Um, this is from TMZ. The clip I just read to you was from TMZ, also from, via Fox News. Um, Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis officer who pressed his knee on George Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes during his fatal arrest on May 25th, 2020, has been found guilty of second-degree murder. The jury delivered the verdict after more than 10 hours of deliberation. The maximum penalty for second-degree unintentional murder is 40 years in prison. Sentencing, excuse me, sentencing will be handed down in eight weeks, Chauvin's bail was revoked, and he was um, remanded into custody. The jury also found Chauvin guilty of third-degree murder and second-degree murder manslaughter, but the second degree takes precedence since it was the highest charge. The Floyd family attorney, Ben Crump, tweeted just minutes after the verdict was read, quote, guilty, painfully earned justice has finally arrived for George Floyd's family. 
This verdict is a turning point in history and sends a clear message on the need for accountability of law enforcement. Justice for black America is justice for all America. Crumb continues, quote, we thank A.G. Keith Ellison and his team, along with our legal team, for fierce dedication to justice. But it does not end here. We still have work to do. We must pass George Floyd Justice and Paul and Policing Act to hold police accountable and prevent unjustified killings of the marginalized POC. The decision came after the jury heard from 38 prosecution witnesses, including the Minneapolis police chief and use of force experts who criticized Chauvin and medical experts who explained Floyd died from more than eight minutes of pressure from Chauvin's knee. The defense called seven witnesses, but Chauvin did not take the stand himself as he invoked the Fifth Amendment right. Chauvin was... Uh, the first op- uh, was the first of the officers involved in Floyd's arrest to stand trial for the incident. He was charged with killing Floyd less than a week after a video of him pressing his knee into Floyd's neck spread like wildfire online and sparked national protests and riots. As you guys know, over the summer there were many, many um, um, protests. I live in LA and there was many, 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 some that I was a part of and was just honored to be a part of and loved just being a part of this community of people who are fighting for social justice and doing the right thing. Um, And what was so scary about those was that there were police barricading people on both sides with those smoke bomb things to clear the roads, which was, it was a really, it was a movement. It was something that I, it's it's burned in my brain. Um, Chauvin's main defense in the case was that Floyd allegedly died from drugs in a heart condition and not from the ex-cop's actions. Rolling my eyes. Chauvin's lawyers claimed Floyd, quote, put drugs in his mouth to conceal them when confronted by cops, and the drugs exacerbated his heart condition and caused his death, but prosecutors insisted drug use was a bogus defense, and Floyd was killed by Chauvin's unforgiving knee, which he held to Floyd's neck as he struggled to breathe for more than nine minutes. That's very much what we all saw, because there was, I don't want to say luckily, but there were people around videotaping the whole thing, we all saw the graphic video, the horrifying video of Derek Chauvin literally suffocating this this man um several witnesses supported the prosecution's theory including police chief um medaria aradondo who took the stand to testify chauvin's actions quote absolutely violated police policy chauvin however defended his actions at the time by telling witness he and other cops had to stay on top of floyd to control him because he's a sizable guy and because he was quote probably on something during the trial a couple of paramedics testified floyd's heart had already stopped by the time they arrived on the scene the er doctor who pronounced floyd dead at the hospital testified he believed oxygen deficiency was quote one of the more likely causes of death floyd's family already got a measure of justice when the city of minneapolis settled a wrongful death lawsuit agreeing to pay the family 27 million dollars and that's the article from tmz um and now I'm going to hop over to CNN where there's been a lot of updates. I'm just going to read to you a couple of, of the logistics of what went down in the trial. Um, Derek Chauvin uh, guilty in the death of George Floyd. Um, okay. J- Derek Chauvin transferred to Minnesota Correctional Facility. Derek Chauvin has been transferred to the mini, um, excuse me, to the Minnesota Correctional Facility Oak Park Heights, according to Minnesota Department of Corrections spokesperson Sarah Fitzgerald. Chauvin arrived at the facility at 4.55 Central Time, uh, 5.55 Eastern Time. He's there through an agreement between the county sheriff's office and the Minnesota Department of Corrections. Um, U.S. Capitol Police are no longer planning re- to reinstall fencing. Capitol Hill 
Um, security forces abruptly reversed plans to reinstall outer perimeter fencing and call in additional security measures on Capitol Complex grounds minutes after Chauvin was convicted. The fencing was meant to protect against potential unrest related to the trial because I think they were probably... Nobody knew what the verdict was going to be, and obviously things went the other way, where he, if he were to have been found not guilty, it would have been... It just would have been something. I mean, I would have been out there protesting too when I got back to L.A. Um, what else is here? Uh, another update. Ben Jealous credits, quote, all the activists in the street that paved the way to the Chauvin guilty verdict. After Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts in the murder of George Floyd, Ben Jealous, a former NAACP leader, cited the history of community involvement and calls for social justice that led to Wednesday's verdict. Quote, you think about all the movements that had to be built in order for this movement to happen, all the activists in the street and Jealous, the president for people for the American way. Um, quote, we have to see this as a beginning, not an end until George Floyd's daughter can, with all the confidence, know that she will be safe throughout her life in a way that her father was not able to be jealous, said. Um, and then the next update here we have on CNN. Um, people gather in Atlanta to demand justice. In other cases, after news of Chauvin verdict, the group gathered in the Edgewood and Street Auburn neighborhood of Atlanta in front of a George Floyd mural after the guilty verdict came down in the Derek Chauvin trial. The group chanted and sang demanding justice in a number of other cases and made remarks about George's voting laws. The group marched to Centennial Olympic Park, where they are now across the street from the CNN Center. Another update, U.S. Attorney General says the jury is fulfilled with its civic duty. Um, Another update, uh, Minnesota's work is just beginning, the governor says... Um, quote, we know that accountability in the courtroom is the is only the very first step. The governor continued to the Floyd family. We grieve for you today is a small measure, but George is not coming back. A child lost a father, a brother, an uncle, a friend. We mourn with you. We promise the pursuit will continue for justice. As Attorney General Keith Ellison said, this isn't justice. It's just one step towards it. Um, of course, President Biden spoke, says Chauvin verdict proves, quote, no one should be above the law. No one should be above the law, and today's verdict sends that message, but it's not enough, said the president who spoke from the White House. We can't stop here. He added, noting that in order to deliver real change and reform, we can and we must do more to reduce the likelihood that tragedies like this will ever happen or occur again. The president cited national goals of safety and inclusion moving forward, hoping that the jury's decision can help, quote, ensure black and brown people don't fear interactions with law enforcement. Biden said... His hope for the future centers in part around a degree of comfort for parents of minority communities. Quote, they don't have to worry about whether their sons or daughters will come home after a grocery store run or just walking down the street or driving their car or playing in the park. He said, this takes acknowledging and confronting head-on systemic racism and the racial disparities that exist in policing and in our criminal justice system, the president declared. Um, Biden says he told George Floyd's daughter, quote, daddy did change the world. Um, I knelt down and held her hand. I said, Daddy's looking down at you so proud. He said, she said to me then, Daddy changed the world. Biden said, when he spoke with Gianna again today, he told her, Daddy did change the world. Let that be his legacy, a legacy of peace, not violence. The president then went on to rebuke those who might use this verdict as an excuse for violence. Um, Let's see here. There's a lot of updates. Uh, VP Harris spoke... Uh, Floyd's nephew calls verdict a pivotal moment for America. Um, former Bill Clinton, former excuse me, former President Bill Clinton, quote the jury made the right decision. Brianna Taylor's mother responds to Derek Chauvin verdict, quote Thank you God. Again, there's a lot of updates here. This is from CNN though. If you guys want to, 
uh, I'm sure many of the uh, many of the outlets have this, but particularly CNN always does a really does a, always does a really good job of categorizing, um, organizing, you know, update by update of what's been going on in big big cases like this. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad all these people are speaking out, and I really like what Biden said. Um, and that brings us to our our third section or third portion of the podcast episode today. This is from Deadline: Hollywood responds to Chauvin guilty verdicts. Um, I'm going to read you some of what a lot of Hollywood said. I'm just going to update the page really quick because I've had this pull up for a little bit and there's always going to be new additions to people that have spoken up, but I like to know what Hollywood, because Holly, you know Hollywood, I, I live in Hollywood and it's a very, um, everyone's very proactive in their, um, you know, fighting for justice and whatnot. Okay. Uh, first update, our first celebrity who spoke up was of course Queen Oprah. Relieved and emotional in ways I didn't expect. I cried tears of joy as each verdict was read. I'm grateful to the witnesses and their testimonies. Grateful to Darnella Frazier. Grateful to every juror and seeing and acknowledging the world. What we saw on tape, thank you God for real. Hashtag George Floyd, Jamie Foxx posted um, as well. Oprah also posted a photo of um, a very dapper looking George Floyd in a tux. And Jamie Foxx posted another nice photo of him. It is a bittersweet moment. I am happy and relieved that the person that did this horrendous thing to you and your family was found guilty. The bitter is that we cannot bring you back. The bitter is that all the lives that were affected by what happened to you and all the tears that have been shed and all the hearts broken, but through prayer and faithful people today with the announcement of this verdict gives us some type of hope, hope that we can start righting the wrongs and that we have been in place for years of this country. Rest in power, George. LeBron James posted accountability. Former President Barack Obama uh, posted a tweet of a statement from him and Mrs. Obama, but essentially what his tweet said was, today, a jury did the right thing, but true justice requires much more. Michelle and I send our prayers to the Floyd family, and we stand with those who are committed to guaranteeing every American the full measure of justice that George and so many others have been denied. Padma Lak- Lakshmi, who I believe is a chef, guilty on all accounts. Sophia Bush posted guilty. Um, Ellen DeGeneres just posted justice. Uh, Michael Moore, the filmmaker, yes, in handcuffs now, on to the work. All of us demand an end to white supremacy and white privilege. How many innocent black and brown people are in prison? Free them all. Arrest all the police who break the law. Remove all racist cops. And pleasing as we know it, it doesn't work. Love it. Very true. Um, Amanda Gorman, the fabulous poet who spoke at the inauguration. A reminder that victory would be George Floyd being alive. Every day black Americans worry if they will be next is another day without justice. Ray Fisher, uh, Cyborg in DC's um, Justice League Accountability. Actors Equity made a statement. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o made a statement. Relief, AOC, um, tweeted that a family had to lose a son, brother, and father, that a teenage girl had to film and post a murder, that millions across the country had to organize and march and march just for George Floyd to be seen and valued is not justice. Hillary Clinton, George Floyd's family and a community deserved for his killer to be held accountable today. They got that accountability always and forever. Black Lives Matter. Mark Ruffalo spoke. Rosie Perez spoke. Uh, Viola Davis. Guilty as it should be. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest. You and your family have been vindicated. Um, Kerry Washington posted Whoopi, Queen Whoopi Goldberg. I'm going to watch the view tomorrow because I definitely want to tune in to hear what the ladies are going to say because I'm sure they're all going to be on the same page about this. But Whoopi tweeted, guilty, guilty, guilty. No one wins. George Floyd is still gone. And finally, someone was responsible. Derek Chauvin. Um, and again, this is from Deadline, and you can read everybody's articles. Shonda Rhimes, Dan Levy, Eva DuVernay, um, Justin Timberlake, Jada Pinkett-Smith, Stacey Abrams, Yvette Nicole Brown, Chris Evans, Justice, Paul Feig, guilty on all three counts, Elizabeth Banks, thank you to the jurors. 
Manny Moore, Mira Sorvino, Kiala Settle, um, the Black Lives Matter account tweeted, um, 330 days to confirm what we already knew, 330 days of reliving the trauma of George's murder, fearing that the system would let us down again and mourning so many more that we lost for a murder witnessed by millions. This isn't proof the system works. It's proof how it is broken because it took us this long and this much attention until we have a world where communities can thrive free from fear. There will be no justice. Um... So all of these uh, celebrity responses are deadline. And if you're like me and celebrity obsessed, as this is a celebrity-based podcast, um, it's all there. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I, you know, I just, after the outcome of all this should be that police no longer have this, or drunk on power. I'm not saying all of them are like this, but there are many who are. Um, and I just hope that, I mean, it's 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 a, it's a horrible thing to say, but it's inevitable that one of these videos will come out again where police are abusing their power. It happened very recently, so I just hope moving forward this really is a big step towards changing policing and how they're taught to deal with people. Um, unless you are a murderer um, and, and they're being kidnapped for murdering or hurting people, real, real, real crimes, you know, this is not... A thing anymore um, because it's just we can't keep doing it we just can't keep it it's a broken system and I, I like fully understand after reading months and months and months about this case and many others um, and sort of following all these uh, justice reform accounts on Instagram and social media TikTok too TikTok's been great a great outlet for um, teaching you know informing those who aren't so informed about uh, everything going on um, yeah a great tool and now we bring ourselves to our fourth and final story of the day, and it is a little bit of a lighter story because I thought I would end our um, Wednesday episode with some exciting news, um, something that I'm so excited about. Amelia Clark, you guys, Daenerys Targaryen herself, is joining the MCU. Now, this is major. This is from Variety. Amelia Clark joins Marvel's Secret Invasion at Disney+. Plus. The reason why I decided to talk about this is because not only am I a huge fan of Amelia Clark. But I talked about this yesterday um, because Olivia Coleman is joining the show. Um, and obviously Olivia Coleman was on The Crown. I'm a big fan of The Crown. But Amelia Clark is like, is always held on in that she was always, she, she was already part of the biggest franchise in the world. Excuse me. She was part of the, part of the biggest shows in the world, which was Game of Thrones. Just like Zoe Saldana was part of the two biggest films in the world, Avengers Endgame, as well as Avatar. And Amelia Clark was also in the Star Wars franchise, and she was also in the Terminator franchise. She's just one of those actresses, and I think because Daenerys Targaryen was probably one of the biggest roles anyone could ever get in a lifetime, how do you go up from there? You go to the MCU. It's a, it's a definite um, exciting move for her. So Amelia Clark is in final negotiations to join Marvel's Secret Invasion, the hot original series quickly coming together at Disney+. The Game of Thrones headliner's role is naturally under wraps and marks her first foray into the Marvel Universe. She joins previously reported Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mahendelson, Kingsley, Ben Adir, and Olivia Coleman. Marvel Studios declined to comment on the matter. Reps for Clark did not immediately comment on the matter. Of course they didn't. Secret Invasion was announced as a development property last year, one of Marvel's many planned titles for Disney+. Jackson is reprising his MCU role as Nick Fury, while Mahendelson will play Skrull Talos, as he did in the feature film Captain Marvel. Um, he was also, that, that actor was also in one of my favorite movies, Rogue One. 
Um, he played the bad guy, which, you know, hey. Uh, the series is said to follow a group of shape-shifting aliens who have been infiltrating Earth for years. Ben Adir has been set as the main villain. Kyle Bradstreet is attached to write and executive produce. Kevin Feige unit is producing the series for the streamer, as does all other MCU titles, including the hits WandaVision and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Clark is the four-time Emmy nominee for a portrayal of Daenerys Targaryen. Targaryen sues me on HBO's global smash Game of Thrones, which just celebrated the 10th anniversary of its premiere. She is also a multiple Critics' Choice Award nominee and was the 2018 recipient of the BAFTA Britannia Award for British Artist of the Year. Clark is an AMPA's member and was also noted as Time's 100 Most Influential People. She was rep by Range Media Partners, CAA, and a bunch of other companies. Um... This is really exciting news. I mean, her foray into the MCU is as exciting as Julia Louis-Dreyfus's foray into the MCU um, in the last episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So this is really, really exciting news. And I'm so excited to sort of end this episode and end this day with that news because I love Marvel stuff so much. And this is just an incredible, incredible thing for her. So yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Justice for George Floyd. Um, Stay safe. Be happy. I'm the mistress of pop culture under the tree. You know where to stream me. I've said it many a time. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox Radio, iTunes, the podcast app on the iPhone. And um, yeah, take care. And I'll be back with you guys uh, Thursday. So mm-hmm. bye, bye, bye.